Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pillisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, a media company comprised of a website, podcast, mobile app, and a list of wonderful divorce professionals. This is going to be a fun one. This podcast is dedicated to dating profile tips and other dating advice. And what I want to say is that if you are just getting divorced and you're thinking about starting to date or you're already divorced and you're dating and you're having a hard time, the dating profile could be a game changer. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to give you some great tips that will increase your chances of finding love and being happy and healthy. To talk about a good dating profile is dating coach Maria Spears, one of my faves. Hi, Maria. Hello, Jackie. So glad to have you on here as always. Hey, I'm delighted to be with you to talk about this and give the ladies and the gentlemen out there some great tips. I'm so glad. It's going to be great. So before we get started, I want to explain that Maria has been a dating and love coach since 2015. I met her when did we meet Maria? Maybe six months ago. Yes. And instantly just got this great vibe from her. Really warm, really compassionate. She's divorced. She definitely gets what you're going through. And, but also she came extremely highly recommended by other divorce professionals. So I just wanted to say that to my listeners so that they know that they're getting advice from a top-notch dating coach. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jackie. All right. So in the article that you wrote on this subject for Divorce Girl Smiling, you wrote, before you put your dating profile on a dating site, ask yourself what your goal is for being on the dating site. Why is that important? Well, I really feel that once you have identified why you're out there, then you're less likely to either be disappointed with what's happening out there or um, get hurt um, or just get discouraged and decide to give up on it altogether. So, for example, um, if you're looking for just a, a relationship with someone, whether it's a boyfriend or girlfriend or something even more long term, it's important to make sure that you are stating that in your profiles and that you are clear about it because uh, you're going to be able to start weeding people out as you declare that because the people who are interested in something else number one you've done them a courtesy to let them know what you're really looking for and you're not wasting their time or your time but number two you get to see um, what other people show up and say that they want because just you, you have to know that Everybody's out there looking for what they want and need, and there's so much variety in what's out there that people are seeking. So, you know, they're seeking casual things, they're seeking uh, a companion, they could be seeking a friend with benefits, many things. So right off the bat, um, that clear communication helps you kind of launch yourself in the right direction for what you want. Now, a lot of people think, I think they think this, that if you say, oh, I want a long-term relationship, that's going to turn people off. Do you think that's true? Because remember how we were always taught, like, oh, don't say that. It's going to scare the guy off. 
Yeah, and I do remember that really well, how, you know, we were taught to play hard to get and not let them know what we're really feeling. This, the opposite is true when you're an adult out there looking for another mature, emotionally evolved human being to partner with. Um, those who are serious about finding a partner looking for a relationship won't be intimidated at all by that or by any number of other things you may do that you think are a mistake. So you want to put that out there. Um, and if someone is put off from it, it tells you this. It tells you that they're in a different place than you. You know, right. So you don't want them anyway. Right, mm -hmm. right. Especially if you don't want to be wasting your time or going down rabbit holes with the wrong people. And then you get out of that rabbit hole and you feel like, wow, I just wasted a year of my life. Right. Good, good point. Mm -hmm. Now, you also say, along with being clear about your reason for being online, you have to mm -hmm. be clear about the criteria about what kind of person you want to meet. What does that mean? That means, at least from my perspective, that you have done some self observation, some self exploration, and determined, you know, what you feel good with, what makes you happy in a relationship, what makes you feel loved, honored. And, and if you want to know what those things are, think about your best relationships, your best friendships. How do those people make you feel? So do they make you feel safe, listened to? Um, are they kind to you and empathetic? So you're looking for some basics like that if you're looking for a relationship, plus some other things, you know, like if, for example, you just get out of a relationship with someone who had an addiction, you know, clearly that may end up going on your list as deal breakers and it, and it should. I so love that. You take all your great relationships that you've had, or no, I shouldn't say that the good parts of the relationships that you had, because obviously they weren't these awesome relationships if you're not with the people anymore, but you take what you liked about them. Yes. Love yes. it. The act of writing these things down, I find uh, with the ladies that I work with, really is an eye opener. If you sit down and make lists of the qualities you're really looking for, and you can Google out there um, personality qualities. You know, there's lists and lists out there. And, and start afresh. This is an opportunity. If you're going through divorce or are divorced, it's an opportunity to rewrite your love story. So you're looking at different things than you were looking for when you got married. You're not the same person anymore. Uh, right. You've been evolving, you have different needs. Um, so you wanna take all of that into account before you step out there to be looking for a relationship again. Let's move on to where you wrote that an online dating profile is an introduction. Tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's an introduction to you. It's not meant to be kind of a life story or lots and lots of detail, but you might maybe treat it as, let's say you're at a networking event or you were just introduced to somebody at a wedding and you just want to treat it as, hey, you know, uh, I'm so-and-so. Pleased to meet you. Um, this is what I love. How about you? You know, you, you just kind of you're trying to start a conversation and you're trying to bring in your best self, um, your upbeat self, because you'll find as you read profiles, a lot of people insert negative things. Um, what they're not looking for, for example, uh, with men's profiles, oftentimes you will see a man say, I'm not looking for drama, so I'm looking for drama-free life. 
-hmm. That tells me not only did, did he experience drama in his relationship, but he caused some drama there. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, so you, you just want to show up. You want to be smiling. You don't want to have any kind of odd looking facial expressions. People are visual. So more than anything you write, focus on what you're projecting in your photos on there first and then proceed to write the story. All right, now we're getting into the photos. Tell me your opinion on should people go get professional photos? What if you don't really want to go that route? Tell me how, what photos you use. Okay, um, so ideally, if you're serious about putting your best foot forward out there on the dating online dating world, you would want to have some professional shots taken of you. But if you don't take that route, and many people don't, uh, you can um, still put up a really excellent profile by t taking a couple of things into account. So one is, please don't, <laughs> don't do selfies and put post those <laughs> up there. They don't work. Um, and I've seen both women's and men's selfies on online. They profiles. look kind of, they make people look kind of creepy when they're not. Yes, you're absolutely right. That That's exactly what they're projecting and they don't realize it. Mm -hmm. So Right, because so they don't think they're creepy, but to somebody that you don't even know, you're going to be like, okay, what's this guy doing? He's sitting in a room by himself laughing and taking a picture of it. It's just weird. Or, or worse are the bathroom shots. <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of those. <laughs> um, but so I think you were we were going to talk about also like how to start. And the, so the tips for starting your profile is the first shot should be a headshot. It should be well lit so that someone can clearly see your features. Um, you know, a headshot meaning from the chest up and it should show your eyes. People always want to look into your eyes, so that eliminates any shots with sunglasses or hats or whatever. Um, I recommend for that first shot, for the especially for women, to be wearing a bright colored top. I advise against anything that's neutral or drab. Um, we know from research that men are highly attracted to red, number one, and fuchsia or hot pink. Interesting. So you okay. Mm hmm. Okay. Yes. This comes from our evolution. So, um, and then the second photo should be a full body shot. Again, taken close enough where someone can see your facial expression, you know, so it's not like, you know, 10 yards away. It should be close up. Mm -hmm. uh, it should be a shot of you looking comfortable in what you're wearing and what you're doing. Um, and a shot that reveals more about your personality, ideally. Um, and there's some examples in this article that we're referring to right now, uh, where the ladies are uh, being kind of uh, themselves. You can see they're being a little sassy, a little sexy, a little flirty. You know, I'm not saying you have to be that way, but whatever your personality is, see if a photo can start revealing your personality with you not even having to write descriptions of yourself in the essay. And sometimes if you have a professional photographer do it, they can bring that out in you. So that's another benefit of a professional photographer besides airbrushing. <laughs> that brings me to another point is that men 
do not like um, airbrushed or um, filtered photos of women. And women do that a lot on their profiles. Mm -hmm. But it's different when you have a professional photographer airbrushing because they're going to still make yes. you look natural, whereas people who try to airbrush themselves go to the extreme and then it just looks fake. Yes. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilosoff and my guest, dating and love coach Maria Spears, and we're talking dating profile tips and other dating advice. We are going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some dating profile no-nos, and we're going to talk about things that work. We'll be right back. I want to mention two divorce attorneys who I think are wonderful. The first one is the law firm of Katz and Stefani based in Chicago and they have an office in Bannockburn. There are nine attorneys at the firm. I have known co-founder Dan Stefani for I think 20 years. I've known Andre Katz for maybe 10 and they have put together and hired the most wonderful attorneys. I've met them all. They all have different niches. They're all extremely experienced. It's a well-known firm, very well-respected, and extremely professional. If you want to learn more, you can visit katzstefani.com or you can find them in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girl Smiling. The other attorney I want to mention is Katherine Miller. Katherine is the founder of the Miller Law Group based in New York, but they also serve clients in Connecticut. I met Katherine a few years ago and I just think the world of her. She's been a divorce attorney for, I want to say, over 30 years, extremely experienced, just a really good person, really smart. And if you want to reach Catherine, you can reach her at miller-law.com or in the trusted partner section of Divorce Girl Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorce Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilosoff and my guest, dating and love coach Maria Spears. Maria and I are talking dating profile tips and other dating advice. And Maria, let's talk about some no-nos. Like, tell me some things on dating profiles that just do not work. Well, first, um, in the interest of having the proper advertising for who you are, I would, um, number one, be positive in your language. Um, and I think we mentioned it a little earlier. Uh, there, there's a, an example in our, your article here that has a woman who speaks in multiple, multiple negatives, like what she's not looking for, what are deal breakers. Um, you don't want to be speaking that way or re be referencing men um, in a negative fashion. This will turn off the really good men out there. Um, and I, I'm afraid of what actually it might be attracting. All right. So, can I read um, this one to, to the listeners? Yes. So this is what this woman wrote in her dating profile. Must have completed and graduated with a bachelor's degree or higher at least one year ago. Must make $100,000 or more, either way, with a job or a business, no exceptions. Must be six foot one or taller, no exceptions. If there is an age gap, it must be no greater than five years, no exceptions. So uh, she goes on and on here. And I don't know about you, but I'm thinking, what a bitch. Like, I wouldn't even be interested no matter how pretty she was. You 
are allowed to think those things that that's what you want, but you're not allowed to put them on your dating profile if you want to attract even a remotely healthy, good person. Do you agree? Absolutely agree. Yeah. And so, I mean, what was missing here besides the fact that you came off as being very negative towards men, unhappy, jaded, and possibly mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, that's what we get from her. And what's missing is anything positive about her. What are her interests? We have no idea what she's about. There's no photo, which, you know, I recommend that if you don't see a photo on a profile, just skip that person. They may not be looking for the same thing that you are, but it's, it's just not a good sign if someone is not willing to be seen. Um, wow. Okay, let's go to some positives. What are some things that you think should be in every dating profile? What you're looking for, even though the dating apps will ask you what kind of relationship are you looking for, and you can choose A, B, C, or D, whatever the choices are, you still want to say, hey, I'm looking for uh, the love of my life, someone who you know I can enjoy life with, and specify what that means to you. Um, you want to be speaking in positives. You want to um, not be listing things, qualities that you're looking for, but showing. Uh, and what I mean by showing is, you know, indicate, even if you have to give one or two examples, what it is you appreciate in your other relationships um, so that someone gets a sense of what your, what your values are. Now, I um, want to tell my listeners that Maria is here with me and we're having this discussion, but if you want to work with her and talk about this further, she offers individual sessions and she also has group sessions to talk about dating, getting ready to date, dating profiles, all of this stuff. So you can contact Maria at maria-spears.com or you can find Maria in the trusted partners section of Divorce Girl Smiling under Divorce and Dating Coaches. All right, so tell my listeners, once you get your profile up, what can they expect? Well, once you put it up, you're going to get um, just a download of people who are going to be appearing as possible matches. And so, you're gonna have people reaching out to you and trying to start a conversation. And you wanna be able to spend some time each day on looking at profiles. And I don't recommend spending a lot of time, but a little bit of time, maybe 15 minutes a day. Uh, timed at the right time, because I, I'm saying this advice because most of the people I know and work with are very, very busy. and They don't have time to spend that much on looking at dating apps. So if you time it for, let's say, 8 p.m., it's one of the peak times in, in the evening to be on there, uh, you will be able to possibly converse real time with people who have reached out to you. Um, so the, the other thing is that you should be making little tweaks to your profile on a weekly basis, whether it's to reorganize your photos or to go in there and select a different question or a different prompt that you answer. I recommend doing that because the algorithms are going to then continue to send you uh, new people to, to look at 
um, if they see that you are engaged and you're active on them. I love that advice. People probably don't know that. Yeah. And also, like, let's say you decide to try a pickleball class and you loved it. Add it to your profile, you know, and so it's always fresh. And it's right. really where you're at right now. And the other thing that I haven't mentioned that's important is to make sure you always have a question at the end of your profile that asks someone to engage with you, uh, an invitation to continue the conversation. And what I mean by that is, so let's say that you're a Grateful Dead fan, you know, and you have been to their, I don't know, 1997 concert in New Hampshire. You want to say, hey, anybody else been there? Or, um, or if there's a specific type of cuisine, like in the examples that we have here in the article, the woman mentions that she's a big burrito fan. Well, she asks, um, isn't the best part of the burrito the butt? <laughs> you know, what do you think? <laughs> the question after that should be, what do you think? You know, or, or is the tequila your favorite part? Okay, that's you know. so cute. I like that girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but that's such good advice because then you're, you're saying to the universe or not really the universe, the universe of online dating that you want to engage, you're receptive. It's like being at a bar and having a closed off look or like a look that's not intimidating, that's welcoming and warm, right? Right. And those are the qualities at least men and women are looking for. They're looking for kindness, warmth, receptivity. Because remember that, and it's hard to do this when you're on these dating apps. Remember that everyone who's been on there has had some pain. If you're over 40 and you're on these dating apps, you've had some pain. You've had some issues. You're either divorced or you're widowed or you broke off a long-term relationship. And so people are delicate. They're easily hurt. And so they are um, fragile, I guess, is a good word. So keep that in mind too. And then maybe you won't feel like you're the only one who feels that way. Yeah, such good advice to, to be uh, as sensitive to other people as you would uh, meeting them in person. Um, my, I'm a big believer in, you know, if you pass on someone, if you kindly let them know that it's not a match for you and wish them well, that will one day be happening to you. So the way that you want to be treated, think about how you're going to be doing the same for someone else. You want to gently let them go so they can find that person that really loves them for who they are and vice versa. Absolutely. And you just never even know. And this actually goes offline too. Let's say you're just out and you have a blind date with someone or you get introduced by a friend and you go out with someone and it's not there for you. Don't, A, I can't stand when people use the excuse, I got back together with my old boyfriend or something like that. That's just so cowardly. I know somebody who did that a couple times and I was just like, you know what, just be authentic and tell the person, I'm so sorry. I would love to be friends with you, but 
you know, I'm just not feeling the connection and I'm so sorry, you're a really great person, but I just wanna be honest with you. And if you ever just wanna go out as friends, I would really like that because you know what? You don't even know who that person is friends with and when you're gonna run into the person again. And don't you want the person, if you know the same people to say, you know what? That girl is really a nice person. You know, we, we didn't hit it off romantically, but she's a great person. Isn't that how you want to be known? Yes. And people in the same city do know each other. A hundred percent, especially the suburbs, very small. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you do want to, um, for example, if you've, you know, gone out with someone on one coffee date and it didn't seem to be a match. You never know who you can match them up with down the road or who they might introduce you to. I could not agree more. Oh my gosh, Maria, we could talk and just go on and on about this. This has been so great. You give such wonderful advice. Tell my listeners how they can reach you if they want to either come to one of your group sessions or set up an individual session with you. So I'd love for them to write to me at maria at maria-spears.com. Uh, I would be able to meet with them for a complimentary call if they want to explore what it would be like to work with a dating coach. And the other way that they can um, work with me or get a taste of working with someone like me is to take a look at the seminar page on my website where I'm offering a monthly workshop that helps singles either re-enter the dating world or really get a massive boost in their confidence and in their focus to really find the right person the next time around. Love it. And Maria, tell them who your typical client is. My typical client is a lady. Um, she would be in her 30s all the way up to 70s. Um, but a lot of the people that I work with happen to be divorced. Uh, divorced and over 50. Okay. Thank you so much, Maria, for coming on here and taking the time to give this wonderful advice. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to being with you, Jackie. And to my listeners, if you want to listen to more podcasts or read articles or view my wonderful divorce professionals, including Maria, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you real soon.